Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today is going to be a real, honest, and vulnerable episode. And I am just going to share it from the heart. I've only got a couple notes and I'm just going to trust what comes out. Recently, I shared a story online about how, where I kind of got started. So in 2010, it's not where I got started, but this was part of the story. In 2010, I walked away from a what I thought was the kind of business that I wanted. It was the brick and mortar. That was like the idea of, you know, I've made it in business. And it didn't take long before I recognized and realized that, oh, this is not what I wanted. And it's easier to see now that you don't want the brick and mortar. But again, this is like 13 plus years ago. And when I left, I really started that business with partners in 2002. So over 20 years ago. And I left that business. And when I did, I went into contracting and working one-on-one with clients. And I was still doing that. But I actually got a job working at Conestoga College. And that's our college in the city that I live in. So I went from working with clients one-on-one to working with you know rooms of 40 and 50 students, but adult students. So they're... I could, that's another podcast for another day. I could do a whole bunch of stories on some of the things that we had to experience and deal with from, you know, failing students to dealing with, you know, threats, challenges. There was so much growth that came in that time that I, I'm, I'm so grateful for those years. And so during those years, I taught there for about four years and I had a number of, you know, I don't even know how many students I would have seen over even just those four years. And I have a few of them who have stayed, you know, very close to my heart. We stay in contact, but really like probably a handful or less. One of them is my good friend, Heather, who I actually mentioned on the show multiple times. She is just the like vision, takes my visions and puts them in order. Thank God, because my brain has lots of ideas that structure is good. And so she is one. And another one is um, her name was Amber. And I want to share this story because I it's it's not an easy story to share. And I feel really called to do it. So I'm going to. That's the whole point of the show is allowing myself to be more real and sharing this with you. And it makes me want to share that you know, your story is your legacy. Your story is what you leave behind. Your story is the message that is left long after you're gone. And I feel really called to share this. 
So during that time when she was a student, we connected. We did. We had a connection even back then. And I knew there was more to her story. I knew she was struggling. I knew that there was more involved in her story. I didn't know all the details. Worked really hard to stay professional, but let them know, you know, students that I could be there to support them. And so we connected and we connected and we stayed in touch. And I watched her during those years. She was going through an incredibly traumatic experience that I didn't know fully until years later. But I actually met her her parents, which I didn't do that with a lot of students. There's only two that I've met the parents and she was one of them. And so over the years, we stayed in contact. And as we stayed in contact, we ended up, you know, crossing paths, sending messages and DMs, and I would run into her on the sidewalk on a regular basis. And so when we launched our collaborative book, Everybody Holds a Story, back in 2021, she was the very first author to jump in, like the very first. And much like me, she's got a lot of body stories that she wanted to be able to share and tap into and an incredible writer, to be honest, incredible writer. And so we went through this process. She joined us. We started diving into her story and her her book. And what came is, when I say book, the first draft she sent in, I think had like 20 something thousand words. I can't remember exactly. I mean, that's not far from a, a small book. Um, and most collaborative chapters are around that 3000 word mark. And so her, but it was, it was a process that she had to go through. It's a process that she had to sit down and unpack and figure out what could go in her story and what couldn't. And she had an incredibly vulnerable story that she was sharing from everything that involved like postpartum depression to um, dealing with mental health, to dealing with assault, what it looked like, what her experience and her emotions were like. And as she wrote, I just recently listened to the episode where we had her on our other podcast, Everybody Holds a Story. And she shared that what that writing process was like and how she had to go through it. And it was really hard and messy. And she had to go through that experience of writing out like 20,000 words in order to be able to let go of parts of that story and not see herself as a victim of her story. And I'll tell you something with her full story for her to come to a space of not seeing herself as a victim of her story. Yeah. It, it's it's actually on it's it's unbelievable and i'm i'm so proud that she did that and she went through that process because everybody is capable of going through that experience and learning how to let go of being a victim it's just really hard it's really messy and it's worth it so she shared it in that episode i'm going to link that um episode in the show notes as well and so we published her book we actually, the first time ever, I've worked with a number of collaborative authors. And that first time, she was the first person that we actually had to run her chapter through legal to make sure it could be published. Because a lot of the situations and circumstances with publishing vulnerable stories have changed in the legal, in the eyes of the legal system. Compared to even when I wrote five and a half years ago, there'd be parts of that book that I probably would have to change because 
the laws have changed about how we can share stories. And I understand it, but I just, I want to add that for context that we didn't know until like (laughs) it was getting to the wire that her story would be okay as is. And, you know, I, again, another level of just being so proud of her and the work that she did to put the story together. So I watched somebody, we both watched somebody like really pour her heart out on paper share an incredibly vulnerable story for the reader to support the reader. And you went on that journey with her during it. And I mean, if there was ever a person who embodied sharing your story and using that story to help others, it was Amber. There's no question. It was absolutely Amber. I mean, she did such a phenomenal job with her story and with her book. And when this airs, it'll be a little bit over a week and a bit, but the world lost Amber. We've lost Amber's light. Um, she was in, she was 30 years old. She was incredibly young and left behind her boys and a tremendous amount of people who loved and cared for her. And it really put me in this space of feeling like, I don't know if I've ever been more called or lit up about continuing to help people to share their stories because that story is your story is your legacy. It's what's left behind. It's what's left behind long before, like long after you're gone and it's left behind to help others, to make a difference so that people know and remember like who you are, what you walk through, the challenges that you walk through. I mean, I say it all the time, but your story matters. The good, the hard, the messy, the the normal, the feelings, emotions, all of it. Like it's, we are, fuck, we're tiptoeing around all of this stuff that doesn't even matter when this is the stuff that matters. Like I know there's lots of things in the world that matter. I'm not saying that, but we're so caught up in like, how are we going to look? What's it going to look like? Oh my God, what are they going to think? Like, honest to God, like, stop. Stop letting that story in your head block you from doing the things that you're here to do. Like, it pisses me off. If you can't tell, it really does. It pisses me off. Watching people wait, think, overthink, stop, block themselves, start again, stop, sit in regret, look out in comparison, think it's easier for them waiting for life to get easier. Like all the stuff you're waiting for is not coming. It's not coming until you move. It just doesn't. Trust me. I know because I spent a lot of time waiting. So waiting for it to be perfect, for it to be happy ending. Like I just released an episode on this because that's another misconception. I had somebody say to me, it's easy for you to share because you had a happy ending. I, I, did not have an happy ending. And I didn't when I started talking. And if we keep telling ourselves that we have to wait till everything is done and every single duck is lined up in a row, then we're always waiting because nothing's happening. It's just not how it works. And I think you know that, like you're smart. I know you know that. You're just hoping that it will be different for you and that someone is going to come and fix it and make it all better. I get that because I've I've thought that I've I've sat myself wishing and waiting and hoping at times too. 
but it's literally blocking you from all that is available. It is blocking you from the success, the fulfillment that is out there. It is blocking you from leaving your story as the legacy for your family, for everyone who is around you. Like it's blocking you and it's got to stop. Honestly, it really has to stop. And I mean, it needs to stop for the people who know it needs to stop. Okay. I'm not sitting here preaching that every single person has to do this because this is not for everybody, but for that person who is sitting there and is like, damn, I just wish I could have the guts to do something like Marcia's talking about what Amber did. You do, you do when you get out of your own way and you start and you surround yourself with people who believe in you and who are, you can borrow that belief from. Like I would never, ever, ever be doing this work if I had not borrowed the belief from so many other people along the way. I just wouldn't, it it wouldn't happen. It actually makes me emotional when I think of how many times I've wanted to stop because it's just so freaking hard, honestly. And 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 I didn't. It doesn't mean I don't want to, even today or tomorrow, it could be there. But I surround myself with people that I can reach out and say, hey, I'm just having a day and it's okay to have a day. But what do you make that day mean? Do you make it mean you're failing because you're having doubts about yourself? Because that's not true. You're human. That's why you're having doubts. And you always get to choose what you feed and you can feed the doubts or you can feed the faith and vision of what you want to create. And maybe this will light a fire for you a little bit more to realize that, wait, I know I want to do this. I know I want to stand in my true authentic voice and message and like not feel disheartened and scared as and blocked. I know I want to. And I know I can. The fact that you want to, like if you're somebody listening to this and you're like, I, like, I know I want to, the fact that you want to means it's available for you. That is literally what it means. It means it is available for you. The thing that is blocking you is you. The biggest challenge, the biggest hurdle we all have to overcome is the story we keep telling ourselves. That's it. The story we keep telling ourselves. And that story is blocking and stopping us more often than not. So if this speaks to you, I would love to know how it lands because I just really wanted to share this. When I think of legacy, I want to leave a little bit more of Amber's story out there. I want to share a little bit more of how her life impacted and affected me. And I think that's what she would want me to do. And I think that's what she would want me to say and speak about. Picture yourself at the end of your life. What's that message that you want left out there? What is that? What is, what is the thing that you want people to remember you for? What do you want to leave your loved ones with? What's the legacy that you want that is living on long past your time here? You get to decide that. And I'm telling you, your story is a massive part of your legacy. It's a massive part of your legacy. And I I just don't think I've ever been more convicted in leaving that story behind. And when I look at it, 
I like to check in with myself on a regular basis. And it's like, what regrets do I have today? What regrets do I have? Like, will I regret this if I don't go after it? And that came from my grandpa. I had a great relationship with my grandpa, but he passed when I was probably maybe 15 years old. And um, I just loved him. He was such a fiery, fiery guy. And we actually called him funny grandpa as a kid because he was always funny. And he was the one who created a lot of happy, joyful memories when I was a kid. And I remember him saying to me when not long before he passed that do not live your life with regrets. Marsha, don't live your life with regrets. If you ask yourself a question and you have this moment of like, will I regret it if I say no, that's your answer. And honest to God, to this day, I still do that. I still do this because I get opportunities. I get asked to speak at things. I get asked to stretch and do things. And it's really scary sometimes. And I stop and I'm like, Marsha, will you regret this if you don't do it later? And if the answer is yes, I say yes to the opportunity and I will figure it out as I go because I'm resourceful. I'm resourceful. I will find a way. And so that is my check-in point. Will I regret it if I don't do it? You might have your own check-in point and maybe you you can borrow mine if you want, but you're going to have your own. I encourage you to have one because if you leave it to yourself, your brain to think about it, the answer is always no. You know that. You're going to stop yourself 10,000 times over. Have something that you can check in and step outside of yourself and think, wait, will I regret that? Will I be okay that I never took that action because I was scared? And you know what? There's nothing wrong with you for being scared. We're all fucking scared most of the time. Let's just be real. Okay, we are. But you get to decide what that fear means and you get to decide if it stops you. And I don't want it to stop you, but I can't want it for you. I can't, I can hopefully motivate you and inspire you by sharing my story, by sharing Amber's story and any other story that comes on this podcast that we get to speak and share about, but I can't do it for you. I can't. And the story that you're making up in your head about how scary it is, you're making that story bigger. You are. It's not that scary. And the second you start to share you will connect and build more beautiful connections with people along the way. So one of the things that I have gratitude for is get emotional. And I know that's not like me, but it's in me and it's important that I share it because I'm uncomfortable and it's important for me to share When I think that out of all the students that I taught over those years, that Amber was one of them and I was able to build a connection with her and we were able to work with her together to bring her story to life, to work so hard to get it into a published book and be so real and raw about such difficult topics that I know her story will live on forever, helping people overcome challenges in their own life. I'm just grateful. I'm very sad she's gone. The world has lost an incredible light, but I'm grateful. 
I'm grateful that we got to do that work with her and I'm grateful that she circled back in and I got to learn more about her and see her growth. I'm grateful for all of it. And that's the message that I want to share today. So thank you for being here and for um, your constant support in this podcast and the growth. And I'll tell you something behind the scenes here, we're working on something that's really powerful. It's really powerful. It's an idea that I have pushed away so many times because it felt too big and too scary. Yeah. Sound familiar. And I finally went, wait, maybe this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and sharing more of. So it, it will involve the aspects of community and connection and collaboration and contribution, like your four C's. And I cannot wait to see it because I am so grateful for this community and for how it's grown and how fast the podcast is growing. Honestly, I'm grateful for all of it. And I'm grateful for this space to be able to share my message today and Amber's story so that it can be left for for all years to come. So I'm going to, in the show notes, if you want to hear her story, it is, um, the link to the podcast is in the show notes as well. Um, if you want to read her story, it is available on Amazon. Everybody holds a story and it's a very powerful chapter, very powerful book. I'm proud. Like we're so proud of all of these authors that is there. So you can, you know, go in and read it anytime. And I want you to know that your story is your legacy. And I would love to see you put it out into the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sending you lots of love. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Mm -hmm.